Hey everyone, my name is Jeff Lopes. I am an entrepreneur for over 26 years. I'm an author, podcast host. Man, we had a great conversation on the People's Coach Podcast. I want you guys to check it out. If you guys want to learn more about entrepreneur, about life, about family, just in general, just great conversations, make sure to check out the People's Coach Podcast with Angela Lala. Great conversation. Thanks, guys. thinking that's ah, too late for change you're already established and life is good but it's definitely not great welcome to the people's coach your guide to living with more purpose and fulfillment this is how life optimization should be brought to you by our host angelo lilac Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your host, Angelo Lilac, and I'm excited to get this show started. But before that, if you haven't already, please go over to iTunes, leave us a rating and review because it helps us grow this show. And more importantly, it helps us grow this movement and this impact that we're trying to add into the world. We would really appreciate it. And if you send me a screenshot on my Instagram at Angelo Lilac, A-N-G-E-L-O-L-I-L-O-C, and you send me a screenshot of your review, I'd love to sit down and talk to you and spend some time and seeing how I can add value to you. All right, let's get to the show. Appreciate you guys. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the People's Coach Podcast. I'm Angelo. I'm your host. And today's guest is a really good friend of mine, my brother, Jeff Lopes. He's an entrepreneur. He is a podcast host. He's an author. He's a father. He is one of the most well-rounded individuals I have ever met. And I know a lot of high performers and Jeff is definitely up there with the best of them. He's got, he's got multiple businesses he's built and scaled and exited multiple seven, eight figure businesses. Um, he's based on the Canada and he's the founder and CEO of KimuraWare. A lot of you may be nodding your heads right now or like, oh, I remember hearing of that brand. Well, it's because you remember you have seen KimuraWare on the UFC. So he's got a lot of great content, a lot of knowledge to share with you guys today on today's episode. And the unique thing is that at the recording of this podcast with Jeff, his dad had just passed away maybe a month and a half before this recording. And as as unfortunate and as painful as that may be, Jeff wanted to make sure that he stuck to our agreement and showed up for this show, showed up for this podcast and shared from the heart. Now, a lot of you may be expecting a ton of business advice, a ton of you know systems, scales, and all these things that he's used to grow his companies and exit them. But we were able to capture something more important on today's episode. We were, at, we were able to capture raw emotion, true intelligence, real knowledge beyond just success and entrepreneurship. So in a moment, we're going to get started. But Jeff, I just want to say thank you for being on the show. Thank you for pouring your heart out to our audience. And even in the midst of all this pain that your family is going through right now, you still wanted to give and serve and show up. So on behalf of everyone on the People's Coach Podcast, all the listeners, all the followers, thank you 
We love you. And we hope that everyone today enjoys this episode. And make sure you follow my boy, Jeff, on Instagram. Follow his podcast um, and show him how much you guys care for him. Let's get the show started. I was saying about my dad and and, and and a moment that I'm so proud in my head that he was able to witness and see something that it, he, he waited for so many years for as well as, um, you know, the story, Angela, like when my son was born, um, he was diagnosed with CP. He was, he was every doctor in the world said he was going to be prone to a wheelchair his whole life. And, mm-hmm. and 13 years ago, I, that was, that he became my purpose to, one of my main purposes to get him out of that, out of that, that, that wheelchair and get him into walking and, and we did everything we possibly could and we set all these goals and everything was these crazy crazy adventures and with my dad we set a goal five years ago by his 12th birthday my son would run a first marathon it was a hefty goal and every doctor said it would not happen and um and he turned 13 april 19 and april 18th he, uh, we ran our first marathon together 5k and he's fully out of his braces and the kids are running like a champ and my dad was there to witness that. And that was a huge thing, man. That was this, that was a proud moment for the whole family because it was a lot of work put into 13 years into my son. It was like a village, man. My mom, my dad. Like if I sit back and think of everybody that helped him get to where he is, oh man, it's, it's crazy. Crazy. Like even even stories, like I don't even tell people, like when he was born, um, we were seeing my wife was rushing to emerge and we had all the family there and um and uh all of a sudden we're at the hospital we're in the room they wouldn't let me go in because it was it was an emergency and all of a sudden you see all these blue lights and everything going and they're calling all these cold zeros and cold i can't remember and all of a sudden like seconds later the, the doctor comes out and he walks into the room with my family and he looks at us and goes today a a baby was born today but it's God has decided to take him away. And that's the first thing he said to us. And I bolted out oh, full God. speed to the room and there's a security guard there and he grabs me. He's like, you can't go in there. And my sister, older sister runs in the room behind and she starts freaking out and the doctors are there. And, 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 and this is honest truth. They're like, my sister's like, if you guys don't know what the F and hell are you doing? Like call something. And she's screaming, screaming. And that's when they actually got on the phone called Sick Kids Hospital and Dr. Dr. Tomlinson answered the phone. And when Dr. Thompson answered the phone, he uh, he's the one who actually gave the doctor the proper like directions of what to do to save my son. And 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 that's when they his lungs are so full of fluid they have to insert and get the fluid out of his lungs. And, and then all of a sudden, so if you look back, my sister had a huge part from day one of making my son still be here. And then I went in the room and they looked at us and they're like, listen, your son's got about five, 10 minutes left of life. Like, do you have a name for him? And we didn't even have a name for him. He was only 31 weeks. And and, and the first name that came to my head was Tiago when I wrote that on the birth certificate. And that's when his journey started. So there's been so many people along the way, but my dad was a huge, huge part in, 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 in getting my son to where he is today. And it's just been it's crazy. And and I, I man, I, I we had all these, more of these goals I wanted my dad to see, man. I wanted my dad to see my son on stage. I wanted my dad to see so many more things with my son. But I know he's, I know he's watching, man. There's been so many signs since he's passed that he's still watching us. So um, I know he's watching. I know he's proud of proud of everybody and proud of me and proud of my, his grandkids and proud of everybody around us. So I, I, I got to take that kind of hope to it, right? 
Oh, amen to that, man. I mean, first off, thank you for sharing all these intimate stories. And, you know, I, we started this conversation with a very powerful, I, I believe the strongest emotions, right, are around life and death when we're born and when we're passing. I think that's when the biggest revelations, the biggest epiphanies come to our mind and it's like these lessons are always coming about and it's always in the center there's life and there's death i think that i'm i'm, I'm trying not to be like emotional yeah it's about hard it. it's hard it's hard because it's 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 real life right it's good people you're saying it's it's hard to do put a to put a and, and to gasp into words, but it, it's just when you lose someone you love, everything changes. That there's no more going back, and that puts what I talk about is a currency on time, right? Time is such an important currency, and I think people, especially when you're younger, you have so much abundance of time, you don't care about time. And as you get older, you start and you start having your own kids, and you start looking at your old your own parents getting older, you start having more appreciation of time. But once you lose someone that you truly love and care about it's like then time really starts becoming a factor and you start like wow there ain't going back anymore there's no changing this and 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 that's when it really hits and it's and, and it's something we were talking about before like you really start understanding not to live with regrets you really yeah. start understanding to to really really just let shit go man just let shit go like we we consume ourselves we consume our energy we consume our passion we consume our our love to shit that doesn't matter. And then once we lose something that matters, we're like, wow, we just had, we just gave so much energy to all this. It didn't matter. It's, it's understanding where to pass our energy to where to, and the moment we learn that we, we have some freedom, right? Because we live with no regrets. We start understanding what's important in our life, what, what, what matters in our life and how do we put our energy towards the things that matter? I'm a strong believer. Angela, that you can have so many purposes. You know, people say, oh, I got one purpose mm -hmm. to do this. You can have tons of purposes. And you can have them all at the same time. And how I do you like stay that. focused? And how do you stay focused is when you're working on one purpose. If I'm with my son and I'm and we're working on courage the strengthening his walking or make him run faster, it's all about that. At that moment, he's my purpose. But when I'm with my wife at 1030 at night and we're going for a long walk and, and just talking about life and just connecting, she's my purpose then. Is having the purposes, but actually allocating the time and being present in that moment for that purpose, what makes it powerful. Because everybody has all these purposes and they write all these, these, these vision boards and all this bullshit down of this is what they want and this is my purpose. Are you really present in that moment? Are you really focused in that moment on that purpose? Are you really getting closer to that purpose? When I'm focused on a purpose, that's my purpose. If I allocate an hour a day to something that's important to me, and that moment, that's my purpose, it's allocated to that. My phone is off. My presence is there, whether it's my kids, my wife, my parents, my family. It's understanding how to be present, how to appreciate the moment, and how to live in the moment, right? So let me ask you, Jeff. I mean, you obviously have a very, very successful background, um, an entrepreneurial background. How do you – what's a trick for you to – regain focus because if you're wearing all these hats you're a father you're running one company you're running two companies now you you also got this awesome community growing how do you know which hat to wear and how long of of a time you invest in each 
you, you have to prioritize everything, right? You prioritize everything and, and you start with your non-negotiables. So everything about me is scheduling. My whole life is built around a schedule and I'm very strict to my schedule. I stick to my schedule. I understand my schedule and I study my schedule. And what I do mm. with my schedule is I put my non-negotiables in there first. So I figure out what things in my life that month are non-negotiable to me. Some of them are going to be there for the rest of my life. Some of them will be there only for a month. They might be there for two weeks, but I put them in as my non-negotiables. These things are important for me to accomplish, whether it's a task at work, whether it's family time, whether it's helping my son for something, doing something with my mom, that I put them in as non-negotiables. They're in my schedule and those things, no matter what, are not moving from there. Now, from there, I figure out now my scale of importance. What is important in my life right now? What other things, building my community, whether it's my business, whether or not we're doing financially less than our business, we have to up-ramp that. I figure out what parts are now my number two, number three, number four, and they fit into my schedule and a priority. If it's on number six or seven on my scale, then really it's not that important. And it could go move on to next month if it has to. So I figure out everything in scalable of level of importance and my non-negotiables at the time. And life changes, man. Like I didn't think my dad was going to pass. But now my 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 purpose now, the last two week and a half has been my mom. Like I was I was telling the guys in the office yesterday, I, I was burnt out yesterday. I, I came in just for like an hour and I was just, I was burnt. I didn't want to be here. I'm getting in the car, I'm driving, I'm going to go drive home just chill with my kids and my wife calls me she's like hey your mom your your mom's really in a bad spot right now she just talked to me like and i i did a human i drove down to toronto and i and i spent the night with her I spent the evening with her and you, you your priorities change but that became that moment that became a non-negotiable my mom's care so you just have to understand that things are going to change in your life be prepared for change but when they don't change have your schedule set, have your non-negotiables, have your level of order. And once you do that, everything works out, man. Everything works out. We all have 24 hours in a day, Angelo, and you get some guy that's so successful and others are scrambling just to make ends meet. What's the difference? It's time management. Understanding your schedule and managing your schedule properly and, and, and really, really working your schedule to your benefit. And then there's times you look at your schedule and be like, you know what, I can't fit this all in. Then you have to realize what things you're going to sacrifice. When I'm talking about sacrifice, I wake up before 4.30 every day. Not because I love to, because I realize if I wake up before 4.30 every day, I get a shitload done before 9 o'clock. That allows me to be home from 3 to 7 with my family. So I, I sacrifice. Sacrifice my my sleep a bit to spend more time with my kids. Now, figure out, look at somebody's schedule, figure out what you can sacrifice. And then the last thing I always tell people is study your schedule and figure out what she could come out of your schedule. Which people in your life are draining you and they shouldn't be in your life? Mm. I, I call it a dump. Every couple of months, I look at my schedule. I look at my people in my life and I'll dump. I'll, I'll, I'll do a cleanse. It's good to do a cleanse. Get rid of people who are bringing you down. The vibrations bring you down. Get rid of things in your life that you're doing right now. They're not getting nowhere. They have no purpose. So do a cleanse of your schedule every couple of months too. And that just frees up. You'll realize how much free time you'll have once you do that. I love that. I love that. I mean, I don't think I've ever met anyone who's actually said they study their schedule. Oh, big time. Big time. Because I, because I, how many, like, we just get caught up with a to-do list, right? A to-do a, a to list. I think yeah. I, I mixed up list and task and I put them together. Yeah. And we just do like a to-do list, right? Like, what? Yeah. How, how do you feel about having a to-do list? I do one every morning, buddy. I handwrite one still to this day. 26 years I've been handwriting a, a do list Monday to Friday. And But what I do is that do list fits into my schedule. So if it's for work, if I have stuff to do with Kamora work, 
that do list fits into my schedule the time that I'm allocated to come over. If it's for my podcast, it's my do list is for my podcast. So they, they fit into my allocated slots. And then what I do is I actually talk about studying your schedule. I look at the white space on my schedule and I mm -hmm. utilize that white space, whether I'm calling friends, calling family, um, making phone calls, booking in appointments on the phone. And when I'm driving, I try to multitask as much as I can on that white space because they're just as important as the actual fill spots. That's and so I'm assuming that you're also got allocate uh, allocated time for sleep as well. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, we have allocated time for sleep. And <laughs> and, and be honest, I I one thing I do, and and this has really helped me through this whole process is is fitness is a huge part of my life. The way I eat, the way I the way I take care of myself. Sleep is something I struggled with for years. I'm not gonna lie, but too, yeah. um, but when it comes to eating, when it comes to diet, it comes to supplementation, when it comes to working out. I, I I take care of myself, and that's actually believe it or not, the top of my priority. That's even above my family. I'm a strong believer. You have to take care of yourself. You have to be at a certain level of mentally, physically, spiritually to be able to serve everybody else under you. If you're not at that level, there's no way. Like I have an older sister, and 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 through this whole process with my pops, my sister's been a wreck. She hasn't done nothing. My mom's mm -hmm. done nothing. I've 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 literally done every single paperwork, every type of arrangement, every type of insurance, every type of will. I've taken care of everything. Wow. I put I put everything on my plate and I dealt with everything myself. And it's because, and that's still trying to run my business, still trying to deal with my family. Now, I'm, in an essentially way, I've taken on a new family now, even though they're my family. Yeah. But now I feel like I'm responsible for my sister and my mom's being. So I'm really looking out for them too. So I'm, I'm bringing food for them. I'm taking care of them. So in a way, I've added more to my plate, but because I'm at a, such a high level of fitness and, 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 and taking care of myself, I'm able, as drained as I am, I'm able to still push through it. And if I, if I didn't take care of myself, I'd break down in seconds right now. Everything I've been through, the stress I've been through, I'd, I'd fall apart. Man, that's, a, you know, it's funny that, you know, we're having this conversation at this time and, and the timing of it is kind of wild. So last night I, I ran into some crazy website issues. There was an up, a plugin update on WordPress, and my friend has been warning me about this. He's like, make sure you back up your website, all this stuff. I didn't. And when the update came on, I went on there. I was like, what the hell happened? So I literally spent a, a good like six, seven hours trying to figure out how to undo it, how to put it all back together, and then go to bed until about 3 o'clock, 3 a.m. last night. My alarm goes off at 4.30. I'm like... This freaking sucks. So yeah. I'm not going to lie. I snoozed it. I got up at 530. But yeah. still, this freaking sucks. sucks. You know, I'm like, all right. I got to work out. Like I, I had to I, and I had to get my body in sync with my mind because yeah. my mind was tired. Yeah. Like my mind was still like dealing like coming off the freaking oh my gosh my website's down and you know our newsletter all these things are you know like it's like a domino effect right yeah so i worked out i had, I had a okay lift this morning but i was like i got a good sweat it wasn't enough i go out for a run i get a good sweat still wasn't enough i have my high protein breakfast and then after that right before i got on this call with you i took a cold ass shower and it was all built around getting my body to wake up. wake up yeah 
and be present in this moment because the last thing I ever want to do is have a chance to talk to you or talk to a client or be with anyone, my wife, my future daughter, and not be present in the moment because I know that's where I messed up in the past. I always messed up because I did too many things. So when I'm here with you, I'm thinking about this business. When I'm in that business, I'm thinking about my meeting with you later on today. And I'm like, that's not a way to live life. Yeah. You, you, have, aware, you, you, you have awareness. And I think that's the, that's the biggest key to everything you're saying. You're aware of it now. And I think that's the biggest hurdle for a lot of people is awareness. They might understand it. They might hear it. They might be like, yeah, I get it. But they're not aware of their own body and how they react with it. So once you find awareness of it and how your body reacts, I mean, I'll, I'll and, and another thing too is, Angela, is, is I, is, okay, I'll give you an example. Yes, not yesterday, but even yesterday. I, I, I was, I was drained all day, completely beat, went down with my mom. I, I, I was just spending time with her. She was really down. And um, had a couple of deep conversations. I'm like, you look, let's just, you haven't taken your patio furniture out. You have to have a beautiful background. You haven't done nothing. And because the weather's been a little cool, they're a little behind schedule over my dad this year because they always do all the gardening. I'm like, let's just go outside. She's like, no, you're tired. I'm like, let's just go. And we spent like four or five hours taking all the things that my dad would do with her. We took all the furniture out of the sheds. We cleaned everything, we washed everything. It's been like four or five hours. I got home and then I, I, I still went, visited my dad for a bit, came back there, helped her out, brought her something to eat. And then I then I went home and I got home it was like eight thirty, and and I'm ne I'm never I'm always home for dinner, but obviously circumstances are different now for the next couple of weeks till things settle down. And um, I gave my kids a kiss. I had a conversation with both of them, and I needed me time, and that's okay once in a while, buddy. A lot of people are scared to take me time. I literally grabbed my dog. It was eight thirty five. I didn't get home till ten thirty. I just went for a two hour walk with my dog, and I needed that. I needed that. I needed just to, it was a slow walk. I was telling the guys in the office, I was just walking and talking to neighbors and just, just, just going. I was, I stopped by and this, this, this old lady we had parked her car. I was telling you guys here, old lady had parked her car and she comes out of the car and she, and I'm like, your hazard lights are on, ma'am. And she's like, I don't know. I just not my car. I don't want to turn them off. I'm like, okay. And she's like, you help me. She took my dog and I jumped in her car and I turned off her hazard. I was figuring out where to turn off her hazard light. But it was just, it was just <laughs> I, those two hours of just clearing my head and talking to myself and this reaffirming things in my mind and I needed that and it's okay once in a while I think a lot of people are scared to take time for themselves because you're yeah. constantly trying to give serve give I, when I need it I'll take it man I'll take time for myself because I I realize how important it is to be able to fill your cup up again every once in a while because you, you, you ain't filling up nobody else's cup if your cup isn't filled mm. so I felt that last night it was it was 10 it was 8 30 and I'm like I need to fill my cup up I, I, I was I was on empty and I, and I told my wife, I'll be back if you want to stay up and wait for me, but I'll be back. And she waited for me. She was calling me like it was already dark. She's like, something's going to happen to you. Where are you? I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I just I need to clear my head. Right. So it, it's okay to actually, like I said, fill your cup up, take time for yourself every once in a while. I think it's very important too. I mean, there's, there's, there's a thing I tell people all the time is um, it's okay to take a vacation every day. And that is vacation is do something for yourself every day that you love that takes you away from reality. Whether it's reading comic books, whether it's going for a jog, whether it's working on your car, whatever it is, something that for 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, that's your time. It has nothing to do with no one else. You're not serving no one else. You're doing this for yourself. Mm. If you could do that every once, every day, if you could actually allocate, if you have the schedule that allocate 10, 15 minutes and take a personal vacation every day, 
man, you're going to be such a, in such a good level with yourself, man. Oh man. That, that, that brings about two really big points. First, uh, the, it, I love how you know, this reference of filling up the cup, right? And I was having a conversation with one of my good friends. Actually, I had her on a podcast a while back and she said something I'd never heard before because we always talk about the cup and, you know, we fill up our cup to, so we can fill up others. But she said, why do we always have to fill up our cup just so we just because or just to fill up others? Yeah. Why can't we fill up our cup for the sake of having a full cup? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, poof, I was like that. Whoa, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Because like sometimes just like you're saying, we need to just rest just to rest. We yeah. need to have our time just for us because yeah. we get caught up in, I need to rest so I can give. I need to yeah. rest so I can serve. Yeah. You're not really fully resting because in the back of your mind, you're still like, I have X, Y, Z right after this. You, you know what I do? Let me teach you a little trick. I do this every once in a while. Is um, I was talking about this yesterday with somebody. Is every once in a while on a Saturday or Sunday, usually Sundays, um, when I'm just a little burnt and stuff, I literally put on an old movie, Rocky Four, Jason Bourne, a movie I've watched 30, like I watched Rocky Four maybe 30, 40 times. I'll put on an old movie that I've watched 30, 40 times. And because you don't have to think about the movie, because you don't, because you, you don't, you're not focused on it because you've seen it so many times, you already know what's going to happen. You just grab a good meal, sit down for an hour, hour and a half, and just do nothing. It's such a good feeling. You, it, it, it's, 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 it's relaxation at the highest peak. Because you're not thinking, you're not concentrating, you're just laid back and numbed out and just enjoying something you enjoy. So I do that every once in a while too. Maybe a couple times a month, I'll just literally put on an old movie that I've watched, Jason Bourne, like one of the, just an old good mood that, uh, that I can enjoy and, and and just chill with it, man. That's so funny. I'm like that, but with you know the show The Office. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's that's what I do with that show. Like I. I already know what's going to happen, but I'll watch it and I'll still laugh at the same jokes. Yeah. I know what the punchline is, but I'll still laugh. And it's like, it, I don't have to think, right? It's like, yeah. I let I let my brain cool down. I, I take off a ton of RAM, let myself kind of just chill and download what's yeah. going on, what happened the rest of the day. Yeah. So that's, I, I love that. A good choice, by the way. I might have to rewatch what Rocky <laughs> for now. Um, but that's what I like I, to do with the I, office. I, I, I got the, I got the original, <laughs> I got the original, one of the original movie posters, Rocky for in the office here framed. Oh, there you, that's awesome. Yeah. Man. That's I got, awesome. I got even, I got even, I got Draco toys up here even though. Yeah, I love Rocky Oh, IV. dude, I can't wait to go to your office, man. That sounds like fun already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So let me ask you this, Jeff, you know, you, you had a ton of success. I mean, you, you are dealing with a pivotal moment in your life right now, in your family's life. Yeah. Your community that you're building up man's purpose. Talk a little bit about that and how these recent events are playing into what you're putting together with man's purpose now. You know what? It's funny you're saying that because I've, I've, the last 24 hours, I've really, really tried to understand and, and the purpose of what I was trying to do with that, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that has changed so much because I'm, I'm a giver, right? So I, I, when you're building a community, you have to understand that you're not going to, you're trying to serve so many people and you're trying to build a community. It's, it's hard to really focus one on one with people, right? Right. And it's something I think we talked about on a personal level before. It's, yeah. it's, I'm trying to build a community, but, by nature, I just want to teach, teach, teach. I'm a teacher. I'm going to give, give, give. And and I have to understand that it's it's a community. So people have to really give to each other in the community. 
mm. and really, really have to hone the actual community as a, as as everybody there adds value to it. So I, I'm I'm really going to start focusing on everybody in the community adding value to the group and, and allowing that to grow as a community properly. Because I think my tone of it at the beginning was just my coaching mindset. Because I've had yeah. extremely extremely great success coaching people one on one. I mm -hmm. got like the amount of people I got to seven figures is insane. And but it was always that one on one where I'm very tactical. You come to me and say, Jeff. I need A, B, C, D. This is where I want to be in here. I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's get your website going. Let's get this. Let's figure out your client base. Let's, and I just strategy, I could put a strategy together. We execute it, set our goals, and boom, you know, a year later, you're, you're making your money. And, and I understand how to build things. Build, I, I've never had an issue building things. I built, God, how many companies I've built and exited. But um, with the community, and, and the idea of this community was also for the fatherhood. That was a huge part of why I did it. And I think, right, right. I think for the first month, month and a half that I was running it, 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 there wasn't much of the community of the fatherhood in there. And that's something I was very passionate about because I wanted a group, also a group of really strong individual dads to help when your little one comes along, be able to give you advice, be able to talk to you. That's the whole idea of the community, right? Is to build this, this network where people can talk, communicate, get together. Um, eventually when the board is open, have have literally just all get together somewhere and chill out and have a weekend together, like, stuff like that, right? So. I'm really going to focus on, um, and we're starting this week actually again. Is is really focus on understanding that it's community that everybody's going to give to it, and it's not just about a lesson, but it's also about everybody contributing and growing together. That's a huge part of what I'm going to try to develop now, and 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 really really focus a lot on the parenting as well. Mm, I love that. I love. So if you can sum it up, I know this is a little bit of a loaded question, so take yeah. your time in answering this. What is man's purpose? You're talking about the program in general. In general, man, and that, it is a little question because everybody has a different understanding of it. If you have children, if you have family, it's all a different understanding. I think a man's purpose is is you want to leave the world a better place than when you entered it. That's one. Second, you want to be able to. If you're a dad, you want to be able to look at your kids when they're 19, 20, and be proud of the adult they become. And the only way you're going to do that is leading by example. So I think being a leader in your community, being a leader in your household, being a leader to your family, um, being a good husband, man, being a good husband where I, I, I that's another thing too, is, is, is even a husband or even a partner, right? Or whatever, wh wherever you are in your life is, I think when you're dating Angelo and mm -hmm. you're going to see this and I want you to, this is something even for you when you're dating, it's a, it, you're you're winning for that battle still. You're trying to you're you're willing that fish still. You're trying. You have effort there. You're buying flowers. You're doing stuff. You're saying the right <laughs> stuff. The minute you get doors. yeah. The minute the minute you get married, you're in the honeymoon stage. That first year, yeah, everything's great. Everything's thing. The first six months, whatever. But then things start slowing down. Bills start happening. Reality starts happening. But you still you're still communicating. You're still there. You still think. The minute you have kids, your purpose shifts. And now when you walk that out that door in the winter, it isn't like, hey, where's my jacket? It's, hey, is my, your little one, is their jacket on? Are they warm? Do you have their scarf? Your priorities change. So I think a lot of people all of a sudden stop caring about the effort with the spouse or the partner. Mm. And I think it's very important never to forget who started the journey with you. And, and understanding that and appreciating that. There's a reason why entrepreneurs have, I think it's like in Canada, it's like a 62% divorce rate. Because yeah. your business becomes your baby, your kids become your baby, 
your spouse becomes, she's there. Don't worry, she ain't gonna leave me. I got a good career. I'm her dad. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's not asking the questions, right? And I think that's important. Me and my wife, um, I would say four or five times a week around the kids go down the bed. My kids are now a little older, I'll say 13, 15. They go down the bed and we go for, we just go for a walk. Like mm-hmm. 9 30 at night, we go for a walk and just talk, ask questions. And how are you doing? How's life? How are your family? How's everything? Are you like, ask questions, know what they're feeling. Because just because you have a little one, don't forget to ask questions. Know what your partner's feeling. So I think that's another part of it is, is, is really, really being a good partner because, man, it, 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 it's so it, it's not it, it, it's not easy when things happen and all of a sudden you're I see all my friends, they're all separated. Half my friends are police officers and they're all divorced. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, yeah. and and you look at entrepreneurs, um, officers, like stuff like that. They, they have people that have high, strong careers. I mean, you go home and you take that on your family. Yeah. This is another thing too. I'm, I'm here full of lessons for you today. When you go home, when you go home, and I think I don't know if I talked to you about this before, but when you go home, as when you have kids, um, as they get older, learn how to separate your home life and your in your business life. And what I do is when I go home, I literally reset myself in the car. I literally will stop. Take four or five deep breaths. Think of everything that's happened today. Because subconsciously, you have that shit in your head. Something cut you off. Something you don't even think about that. So you walk in that house, you drop that bag. Your kids look from the kitchen. They look at you. You got a shit look in your face. The vibration in the house is done for the night. You walk in with a smile, screaming their names. And they're running and hugging you. Guess what? You're gonna have a great night. So somebody has said this to me once. You walk in your house looking for a fight. You're gonna get a fight. So walk in understanding that the moment you walk in. Is going to change the outcome of everybody in there. So there's so many different ways that you could really, really focus on adapting and 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 adding value to what you're doing every single day to just to have a better house life, right? So going back to your the question, which I loaded back at you, <laughs> Matt's purpose is 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 being able to serve, like I said, your community, your family, and 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 really being a good good leader and example to your children. Give them something to look up yeah. to and something to to strive to be, right? You you impress me every day, brother. More and more, man. You 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 killed that question so well. Okay. And that's um, you know, that that whole being present and, and turning off the switch when you come home. It's something we were drilled in for six months when, when I was in the academy. Like, don't yeah. take your work home. You're gonna see some crazy stuff. You're gonna go through some crazy stuff. Don't turn it, don't take it home. And I'm like, sure, yeah, yeah, whatever. But you know, that's just me young and dumb. And I, I took it home. Like I, I didn't yeah. know how, right? Yeah. I didn't know how to not it's not that easy, no. right? And then so what happened with I chose my career over my marriage. And I'm just so, so blessed. I have an amazing wife because she put up with a lot when I was going through the PD. And then even through my, you know, separation with the PD. And then again, all over again in my entrepreneurial journey, you know, I chose my career over and over. And I think that's one of the reasons why when we found out that we were going to have a baby, it was like, oh shit. It was like an oh shit moment. Very happy. Don't get me wrong. But in oh shit, like I have to face these demons in the past that I've let continue to get a hold of me. Yeah. Like this whole, I, I choose my career over my family. I choose this over my my wife. I needed to get a hold of that. Yeah. And confront it. And 
Yeah, brother. It's like it's always refined refinement. And like I, I like I what you said sense. earlier about studying your schedule. I am be, I'm so much better about yes, yeah, studying my calendar, studying how I am naturally as a person. What are my natural tendencies? What are my habits? Yeah. And how do I make that better? Because I know my daughter's going to see things that I want her to see. And she's also going to see things that I don't want her to see. What are yeah. the things that I don't want her to see? What are the things that I'm trying to hide in my closet because I am ashamed of it? Because I'm afraid of confronting it. You know, so I, I just, I appreciate so We are, as, as parents, you're not only directly mentoring your kids on a regular basis, you're indirectly mentoring them. Right. And that is the scariest thing because the indirect mentoring is when you fuck up. Mm. And I, I'm going to give you this the simplest little, I, I've, I've talked about this before, simplest little example that it, it's very little, it's very minor, but it's just an eye opener of how as parents you do things not really thinking them out intentionally, unintentionally that affect your kids. And I'm lucky my kids and I, and, and my, 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 my wife and I have a very open relationship. I mean, I haven't missed a dinner besides yesterday. I'm lying now because we did yesterday. But um, in general, like I would say in the last 11 and a half years, I've been home maybe 96, 97% of the time for dinner. Wow. And, and, and I think that dinner time is a huge part um, as a family because that's your open communication. Me and my wife made it, made it a kind of a, a click when, we're, when we had little ones when they were born. Like, we want to be able to sit down and have a conversation with them at dinner. Show them it's good to have a conversation at dinner. Have an open conversation. Because as they get older, that becomes their safe haven. So now mm -hmm. my, daughter's, my daughter is 15 right now, Angela, and she'll sit down and have dinner with us and, and literally tell us things that most 15-year-old girls wouldn't tell their parents. Because she has that yeah. open conversation, that open comfort. So I was with my son. This is going on. God, this is before pre-COVID. Now, you know, maybe it was, no, was pre-COVID. And um, my son, my son plays baseball competitively, and um, and he's a little left-handed pitcher. And we were um, at this indoor facility, and uh, he's really, really good for his age. So, little story of little quick story is uh, when he was born, his, his brain was really damaged, so he couldn't have no function with his right side of his body, and he's naturally right-handed. So he learned how to do everything with his left, and and he became obsessed with baseball and became his left-handed pitcher. So now he's guys just turned thirteen. He's, he hit the other a couple months ago. He hit fifty-six miles an hour as a lefty. And he's one of their goals we're doing. We don't, I don't care about making the major, but my goal with him is by the time he turns 18, he'll hit 90 miles an hour as a lefty. So we're documenting his runs. We're documenting wow. his whole journey, right? So we're, we're at the facility, and, and I'm, I'm back catcher, old dad with his old knees. I'm a back catcher, and, he's, and we're doing a bullpen with him. And um, there's all these people watching because everybody loves him there. Everybody's watching him, and we have the gun, and we're gunning him. And he hit like back, I think it was back then, he was seeing like 52, 52 miles an hour. And these two kids come in. And they're like, he was, my son at that time was 12 still. And these two kids come in and they're like, I don't know, 16, 17 high school kids, never play baseball. They were there just to use a batting cage for fun. So they're, they go to the other bullpen. They're using the batting cages here, laughing, joking. When they're, we were done, we're cleaning up and packing up everything. They call me up. They're like, hey, sir, I saw you had a radar gun. He goes, quit, use it for a second. I just want to see how hard I throw the ball. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So they went there on the other side. They're throwing the ball. They come back to me about five, 10 minutes later for my son. They're like, hey. And I'm like, how'd you do? And then one of them's like, oh, I hit 33 miles an hour. And the other one's like, oh, I hit 37 or 38, whatever he said. And I looked at him, I'm like, oh my God. I go, look at this little guy, he hit 53. He goes, he goes, you guys have a lot to do. I just said the joke need to the kids, right? And they're like, yeah, we have to start training and all this. So we, and my son was just quiet. We get out of the car and I'm driving home. My son's quiet. 
And I'm like, what's wrong with you? And he's, uh, and he's like, Dad, he goes, can I say something to you? This is my 12-year-old. And I go, yeah. He goes, he goes, as long as I can remember, you're always telling me, one, not compare myself to other people. Two, never, ever put people down. And I'm like, yeah. And I go, why are you saying that? He goes, when you said to those two boys, one, you compare them to me. Second, by you saying that they weren't as good as me, you're putting them down and making them feel inferior. And I go, that was really not nice of you to do. And I was just like, like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and, 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 but it's that in this is something simple, but that indirect mentoring, like my son's very open to me, he can have that conversation. But those are all things that most kids will just lag in and see their parents. And then it, 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 it just, it's like the mountain effect. It starts adding and adding and adding, right? So as a parent, indirectly, wow. man, just, just, be aware of your indirect mentoring as well as as your direct mentoring. Dude, <laughs> that's so good, brother. That's so good. I, man. Okay, first off, you, you got to come back for a second episode. <laughs> you know, there's there's so many other things that you know I wanted to oh, go yeah. deeper into as well as entrepreneurship and yeah, you know, we, we didn't talk we didn't talk about business at all. Yeah, we didn't. But you know what? It, it, it's like it's timely. Yeah. You know, and 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 for and I appreciate you sharing. You know what? I know it's still very fresh with what happened. With you, your dad. You, you want to hear something crazy? Um, sure. Leading up to my father's passing, two things happened that week that I that stick in my head so strongly, and 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 I can't get out of my head. Um, one is um, my mom has her license and she has insurance, but she hasn't driven in about fifteen years. My parents about fifteen mm. years ago had a car accident. And ever since then, my mom's been scared of driving. So my dad's drove everywhere and um, mm. my mom never drove. And on that Monday before he passed on the Friday, I don't know why I was with my mom. I'm like, I got to get you driving in just in case anything ever happens. I, I want you to be able, dad gets older. I want you to be able to, if you have to go to a grocery store, you have to be independent. I was having this conversation with my mom and I actually set dates. I was going to start teaching her to drive. Mm. Crazy. And then on the Wednesday, I was on a business podcast on LinkedIn, a complete business podcast, nothing to do with family, nothing to do with nothing. And, and we got into a conversation and I talked about my dad. This is a Wednesday, day and a half before he passed away. I talked about my dad about 20, 25 minutes of a 30 minute conversation. And I totally forgot about it. And the gentleman that runs the show messaged me when I put a post on Sunday, he messaged me. He's like, this is crazy. He goes, I've done 188 episodes. I've never talked about family. He goes, your episode of the 30 minutes, 22 minutes, you talked about your dad. That was literally the Wednesday before he passed on the Friday morning. Crazy, huh? Wow. And that's just two. There's been so many things. It's just, oh, man, just, it's just, yeah, it's hard to explain, man. Hard to explain. Hard to explain. But, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I, you, it takes a lot of strength to obviously come in here and talk about all these things and share it with our audience. So I appreciate you, brother. I mean, like I said, when I first met you, we always had such a connection and I, I admire you for so many different things and I'm just honored to be, a, to call you friend and call you a brother. I appreciate so, that, man. And just for the audience to know, I mean, Angelo has been absolutely amazing with his messages and, and reaching out to me on private messages and everything like that, checking up on me. So, um, I just want the audience to know what type of heart, who, what type of person you are in, in the heart you have as well. So thank you for that, brother. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Um, where can the audience follow you? I know you have a book. I know you, how do you want them to follow? And congratulations, by the way, as well. I know you just hit recently 10,000 10, on your YouTube channel, which is awesome. Yeah. So you got YouTube, Instagram. How can they follow you? 
I mean, we're everywhere, man. I'm on all the platforms, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, you name it, even Twitter, which I hate, but I'm on there too. Um, I'm primarily on Instagram. Um, it's at Jeff Lopes. You could reach out to me, DM me. Um, I, I, I love communicating. I love networking with people. And if you're an entrepreneurial dad, I, I'd love for you to join our communities at jeffreylopes.com and J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-L-P-E-S. And man, just keep listening to Angela. Keep supporting Angela, man. This guy is a solid dude. So, uh, uh, yeah, uh, there's nothing more, but just thank you for this platform. Thank you for, um, thank you for the conversation. You know what? I know you're saying it's hard, but it's, 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 it's good to just to talk, talk to good oh, people, yeah. right? It's, it, oh, it yeah. just, uh, it just allows that moment of just letting certain thoughts and feelings out. So I think that's needed as well sometimes. Oh, for sure. And it, it's, it, it's all dependent on the, the circle that you keep too. Yeah. You know, you, you always want to make sure you're getting advice and you're getting words of wisdom from people who are real people yeah. who you resonate with. Yeah. Right. And, um, and you don't always have to agree with them. Right. But, but you can resonate with them. And that's where, you know, I, I just appreciate you for being here, brother. So thank you for being on the show and uh, definitely got to do it again. Thank you, brother. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope that you enjoyed the show. Make sure you follow me at AngeloLilock.com. That's A-N-G-E-L-O-L-I-L-O-C. You'll receive our weekly newsletters, any updates, any events, giveaways, all that kind of stuff every week straight to your inbox. All right. We want to make sure that it's easy and convenient for you. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.